1: You're
2: listening
3: to Achton Law, broadcasting from the beautiful self burning. Setting out of Hello, dear listeners. Welcome to an impromptu edition of Achton the War. My name is Nick Hart. Joining me in the heady excitement of um a number of high-profile signings today. Joining me. Is the man himself, Mr. Ryan Loftus? Welcome to the show, Ryan.
1: Good afternoon. You, you lit the transfer beacons and, and out came your best soldiers. You know, we're here to to chew the cud and and give our thoughts on, on <laughs> a busy day for Millwall. Absolutely.
3: and and a buzz with excitement is my, my um compadre, Mr. Harry Warren. Harry, I've never known you be so positive, mate. Um, this this has really got you excited, these
1: these signings.
4: Yeah, it's um, it's the most positive I've been since I tested positive for COVID. So um, yeah, so it's it's not bad.
1: Let's hope it has a better
4: effect on your body. Yeah, <laughs> buy shares in the modium. That's my uh,
5: <laughs>
3: that's, that's my tip.
4: overlying role.
3: Oh dear. So yes, it is an impromptu edition to this. I've got I have got made a few notes, but there's not going to be minimal structure to this, chap. So I'm looking to you both to help me fill in the blanks. Three fairly high-profile signings in in. In order of um excitability on my front. I mean, today's news really provoked today's edition, chaps, was the um Richard Corley story that George Savile is on the brink of returning to the den. That's that's fantastic news and unexpected news, Ryan.
1: Yeah, really, really exciting news, I think. I don't I, yeah, I don't think anyone saw it coming. I know a lot of fans have, and including Harry, myself, and a couple of others you've seen online have Kind of always said we've never really replaced Savile. It'd be Ooh. if they ever got the chance came up to bring him back. If you know, if we could find someone even just a bit like him, he would. It would be a real boost to the team. And you know, with no kind of indication going ahead to see it, to see it kind of pop up today from from Rich Crawley that he is on the verge of rejoining is a, a massive boost and a yeah, massive buzz for the fans
3: absolutely I and mean, then harry i'm reminded of when david bowie released an album with no pre-publicity whatsoever overnight there was just like a new album by david bowie out and um you know the, the, the music world was taken aback it's, it has a similar kind of impact george savile's return you happy to see him come back
4: yeah i mean we've replaced george savile with george savile haven't we <laughs> that's, um, <right. laughs> that's very very Millwall. wall um <laughs> I mean, hopefully, uh, they say undisclosed fee, and we know that in this market, and knowing Millwall's um, financial sort of standing, you know, I think he went for about eight million quid, didn't he, he when, did. when he left? Yeah. So, yeah. so I mean, we've done Middlesbrough over plus their wages that they paid for several um i i reckon it, it's probably gonna be maybe one maybe two million tops but in this market probably near a one one and a half or something i would like
3: have that. thought i mean i mean ron we're not in the eight million pound market are we i mean we might be in the one or two million pound market the ryan leonard zone or something like that we're not going to be up in the high tom you know, bradshaw
1: leonard the high take. numbers <laughs> No, definitely it's not going to be uh i'd be surprised even if it's a club record fee really i mean we were saying just before we came on i, I imagine He's probably entering the last year of his contract in Borough, and you know mm. it's been a while since they've been in the top flight now. So maybe though the parachute payments are running out and the, the coffers are running a bit dry. You know they released the likes some longer who probably would have been up there with their top earners. So
3: he was fifteen now, million, of course, wasn't he? Famously,
1: yeah. So maybe they're having a bit of a financial restructure.
4: Yeah, Fletcher went, didn't they? They've also got a habit of sacking managers up there, which pr- eventually probably catches up with you in compensation. And it's time to. Yeah. Uh, to
3: get rid of George Savile. Yeah, I mean I, I George Savile's return intrigues me. I mean um it's he's actually the fourth spell that he'll have at the den. This is, and that's quite an incredible thing. I, I mean Steve Morrison I think had three spells um in his in his time and if you throw in there's a loan period in 2013 when I think Savile was still a Chelsea player at that point again in 2014. Then of course the permanent deal in 2017 which provoked the eight million pound fee when we sold him to borough and now we hope um, all things being equal, fair wind. Rabbit's foot in my hand, bit of gypsy, um, you know, flowers in, in, in the other hand. He's going to re-sign for us in 2021. That's four spells. Some players, Harry, never leave us, do they? they? They, 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 they try their best. They have ideas of going to clubs that have big-time aspirations, but they always find their way back to the den. It's fascinating.
4: Yeah, it is. It's. Um, I think with the Savile thing, there is a little bit of unfinished business there. Um, he was very much of his time, which I'll be interested to see going forward that, you know, is he going to play in this freeze? Is he going to be the the more attacking one or is he being brought in for a bit of mobility? Because he's not, he's not best with outstanding pace, but he's definitely going to be the quickest of our, of our midfield, I would assume in a sprint. Um, Mm. So yeah, maybe, you know, he's a box to box player. Um, It probably will spill the end of, Ben Thompson at Millwall football club, um, which, you know, um, uh, you know, maybe we've sold Ben Thompson too late. So I don't know whether or not his stock is as high as it could have been when I think Portsmouth offered 800 mm. grand for him or something like that. Um, but if we reuse that and put that into the squad, then, then fair enough. And if we're buying players like George Southall, no one can really complain about that. I don't have a problem with players leaving as long as we replace them with better than what we originally had. And, we know if George Savile comes back and is at the level that he was at when he left us, then Millwall's midfield suddenly looks a lot more well, a lot more not violent. Violence not the right word, but a lot more aggressive, a lot yeah. more Mill, a lot more Millwall-like. You know, um, when I when I was slagging Ryan Woods off last season, did you? Uh, did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> did, I? did I? Did I? Did I? Did I mention him a couple of times? Yeah, when when this is this is the difference. You know, I I prefer a Millwall midfielder like George Savile who has different qualities than what Ryan Woods brings us. And, um, you know, I'm I'm a lot happier. I I know that a certain journalist who is um, quite famous or infamous, shall I say, was saying he couldn't see why we'd let Woods go. Well, obviously, if they had that on the the back burner, that's definitely why they decided to go for Savile over Woods, I suppose.
3: Oh, every day of the week. I mean, Savile, we hope. Um, We hope we're going to get the same Savile that left us in, uh, was it 2019, uh, Ryan? I mean, he will bring in that case, he will bring drives to the midfield that was sadly lacking last season, money.
1: Yeah, I think he I completely agree with what Harry says in terms of that what he brings to midfield. He does restructure. I think Mills midfield for a lot of last season and you know, without signing this season is it's really pedestrian. And I've I've mentioned it on here quite a few times before about that that lack of central threat and you know, the inability to create chances or or do anything really through the midfield and we saw more and more with Woods kind of as the season went on that he just wasn't offering that. Yeah. Um, I, was, I was looking over just some of, because obviously he didn't necessarily like like the world or set the world alight when he joined Borough. I think it took a while for Savile to settle in and 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 make a mark and really become a regular. I think like Harry mentioned, you, you had a few changes of manager there as well. So, you know, by the time any club like that, as soon as you get signed, you know, within six months, all the signings that came in are now under someone else and, have to re-impress again you know they're no longer a favorite and i think it took him a little while to get going but i was looking over you know just some of his kind of key key metrics from last season and Mm. he's really showing form of getting back to the levels that he was at when when he was with us so last season he got six goals which is his most since the 10 goal season he had with us and you know an xg of 8.2 he got so you know potentially looking up to eight that was second top scorer for borough um you know, just behind, I think it was um, some longer, maybe just ahead of him. But, you know, from a midfielder, again, to be second top scorer, that's that's really positive. He had, you know, 32 key passes in the season, so 0.8 a match. Only Malone and Wallace had more than that for Millwall. Yeah. Um, you know, he bested Woods in that metric. Chances created, he was better than, than Woods. You know, second for Borough for key passes and chances created. Second for Borough of winning possession in the final third. Again, just behind Wallace and Malone on that one for Millwall. And, you know, really, really close, a lot of these numbers to the numbers he put out his first in that 17, 18 year with us. So, you know, eight chances fewer created, two goals less, probably about, you know, eight or nine key passes less, five five fewer um, times possession, one in the final third. So there's a lot of indicators that last season he was getting back to his best. And obviously, you know, three, three four years older now, you yeah. would maybe expect those to drop, or a player who's not that confident. You know, I think he had a lot of games off the bench in his first two seasons, and he kind of found his place under Warnock. He was, you know, playing in a back three, so he's probably you know playing in the midfield with the formation with a back three in it. Um, probably a bit more familiar with how we'll play under Rao it, but we know he can do it in a midfield two, or you know, in a four four two, or if it's going to be a four two three one that he played in under Harris. But you know, you, you see, he had such good connection with our attackers and. You know Wallace is still here. Who, you know, he played with at Wolves and played with when he was at Millwall. So they probably have. Hopefully, they can have a, a wavelength still and, and get back together. I was um, going to
3: come on to Jed's because um, I mean Harry. I mean Jed is still the contract I, of Jed is still one of those things that's well. Um,
4: he's in contract for another season until um, the end of
3: this yes, season. he is. Yeah, that's right. And yeah.
4: I, I, I get the clamour to make money on him. I am telling you now, I'm willing to let jed wallace's contract run out to have one last go at getting promoted because if you don't if you don't take that risk what what are you actually going to gain for him in this market the market is not a seller's market Would we
3: get another jed in from somewhere else ryan i mean well, if, if we sold well him, that's just we,
4: the point this is know. the point you're not going to get it for jed money so you might as well get the band back together which they seemingly are looking like they're doing <laughs> and um go again
1: i think it's jed but i mean it's it's that is a big concern and that, that will be a problem when when I guess Mill will come to it. Hope hopefully they can entice him to stay. Like I say, getting that band back together, maybe uh maybe showing showing the ambition is one way to keep a player sometimes. You know, if you bring back Savile that Jed knows, mm-hmm. you bring in a couple other players and it goes, look, we're gonna make a fist of this and say, you know, we get eight months, we get halfway through the season. If we are not looking like we are not looking like we are on course for the playoffs, then maybe Jed has to go and in terms of you know, at the end of his contract, I at this point. Like Harry said, we're not going to get much for him at this point. I would much rather get have him this year yeah. have him for this year and lose him on a free and kind of wish him well than lose him now and and in a market where it will be hard to to rebuild um you look at just every metric he's double all the best of our players in terms of everything and attacking and and defending from the front he he's just too vital for us to lose at the moment. So I think mean, the best way to keep hold of him is to bolster the squad around him and, and give him it. the tools he needs, yeah, to really go for a playoff push and show ambition. And tell him he doesn't have to lump crosses into John Daddy Budvarsen. Or, or tell him that he doesn't have to run himself into the ground 90 minutes just to finish 10th, you know. Yeah. John
3: Daddy Budvarsen, number 23 in the squad, is going to be replaced at number 23 by one bennick afobe chaps um who was second in my list of excitement of uh of signings um i've written here much traveled much much expensive makes no sense at all and yet i've written it that's that's the state i'm in these days listeners since that heart attack much expensive much <laughs> experienced English. much traveled um 335 career appearances 85 goals um where do we stand on the afobe i mean i i Uh, Initially, I was quite neutral, but I think in the context of Saville coming back, and as you've just said there, um, Harry not lumping crosses into John Daddy, but maybe Benik it it starts to look a little bit more um, impressive. Is that is that fair, comment, boys? Do you think?
4: I I don't know about impressive. I mean, I'm impressed with the bit of business. I'm impressed Mm. that we've we've got seem to have there. There seems to be players coming in now, which is always a nice idea because we did let players go, obviously. And they were quite solid, Millwall, League One level, and always put a shift in type players, Ferguson, Williams. I think a few others left as well. But the thing is with the squad now is if, if you look at the midfield, the midfield's probably done. We don't really need anything think, sort of it's centrally a midfield.
3: It's in midfield, Harry, isn't it, really, when you look it's, at
4: it? Yeah, so so now you're looking at, I think this, we've got a lot of players that can play in multiple positions. There's Leonard and, and Evans who can mm-hmm. play in defensive. If we had a massive injury crisis, um, you know, Mahoney we've never seen the best of on the left-hand side with Bennett, presumably, and Malone possibly playing as a left, left-sided midfielder in, in certain formations and certain games and so on. So it is just the attack. And and if you're going to go and sign a Fabio, you seem to, under Jacket, play quite well, if I remember rightly, and then got injured, which seems to be the story of Bennett's...
3: Um, His career. Yeah, yeah
4: which... You know, um, it's got to come right for him at some point, or it's never going to come right for him. And hopefully, yeah. it does come right for him this season. I, I mean, probably ten, ten more goals in our side would make a, would make a massive difference. That jump from 10th to 6th seems a lot more, lot more doable when you sort of add probably ten, a ten a goal season striker in there because we haven't even had that. You know, you know, what I mean, so.
3: I mean, I've forgotten he'd actually played for us. I mean, the, 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 these these spells lose go from your mind, I find. 2013, he had a loan spell. And as you say, Harry was injured in that in that spell. I, I can't remember much of him, so I'm not even going to pretend that I can remember Fobo playing for the Lions. Um, but Ryan, I mean, he was quite a prospect. He came from Arsenal. Um, when you look at his um, Wikipedia entry, I mean, he, he played for the England under-21 under side, under-18s um is now playing for the congo internationally he's played in the cup of nations um, been to turkey he's been he's been around the houses but there was quite a prospect at one point and i'm wondering whether gary rowick can tap into what once was so to speak with, with bennick
1: yeah you you know it's a, it's an odd one I, I wouldn't have i wouldn't have called it myself in terms of actually happening it like you say obviously gone off to travel sport the last season, and, and it you kind of then go as soon as a player goes out there, you're like, okay, well, that's them off the radar. You don't really need to worry about them anymore. But he's a he's a an interesting one. I I, I really hope he will do well. Obviously, he's had like Harry mentioned, injury problems. Also had that you know, and the some tragedy personal
3: tragedy. Yeah, boy,
1: and that yeah. really uh, a halt on his kind of career when he was really yeah. hitting form at Bournemouth and and Wolves just before then. You know, looking back for one year in one year for Wolves got 22 goals in 43 games for them I think helping them get promoted and and then went to Bournemouth and got 10 in 30. So yeah. you know has had some really good strike rates and since then just slightly slowed down. I always feel like when a player moves to Stoke, a player kind of shoots their own career in the foot. So, <laughs> it
3: slows you down as you know, is like it's like the water. Yeah, <laughs> bigger,
1: <laughs> yeah well exactly any any I can't name me a player who has left the club <laughs> and gone to Stoke recent in recent years and done well. It's it's a bit of a dead zone at the moment for, for players. So and, you know, Rawit potentially is a, is a good coach in terms of revitalising players' careers to an extent. You know, he's kind of doing it with Mason Bennett and you've seen yeah. how he yeah. rehabilitated yeah. this player who was so injury-prone and never had form into someone who's getting there a bit. And just look, like, looking back at Afobi's kind of career, he's always looked like he's been someone who's struggled to maybe be a first-team player. I think everywhere he's gone, he seems to have Uh, as many if not more substitute appearances than starting appearances and probably one of those who stayed at Arsenal for a bit too long even though he knew he wasn't going to make it and you know he -hmm. had six loan spells before seven loan spells before making a move to Wolves who bought for two million pounds you know his total career fees he's been sold for more than 10 million pounds three times he's someone who has obviously been rated and and been sought after so to get him on loan um a different sort of profile to Zahor as well. I think someone's a bit more mobile, but probably a better finisher than Zahor. Hopefully a bit more reliable, to has an injury. You're not getting someone partway through a season. He's going to have a full pre-season with us. He seemed to not have too many injuries out in Turkey as well. So managed to, to have most of the season out there. And that regularity of football can be such a difference for how to did some he, players. Uh, how did he get on at Trebs? So he scored, he scored five goals. Um, he played... It's made 10 starts and 18 off the bench. So not a not a massive return, but they're not the best team in Turkey. And no, they're not. You know, it yeah, takes take someone a little bit of time to adapt. He hadn't had much football beyond that. You know, played looking at looking at it, so He had a, a short spell with Bristol City and got three goals in twelve games there. You're getting four of those off the bench. So, so that's one in be, still one in what's that one in four? One in, one in three. Oh yeah, one in four, one in four and and with Compared only eight, eight starts. It? Compare that
3: with John Deddy's right? Though, or Bob Barson, seven. or whatever. So one in <laughs> what's, what's
1: one in four for a season? That's ten goals. Ten goals. Isn't that's it? Ten goals. That's Yeah, ten. Just like 10 I guess, 10 and 11 goals. That's that's a really good return, you know. And that's if someone can stay fit and and like you say now pair that with Savile, pair that with um, Malone and 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 Wallace. If you look at who we've got in the squad now, it can. That hopefully could be a catalyst for him and someone again who knows the club who's you know, only been here for a, was here for a short time and in, in like you say Nick a, a travelled career but yeah. familiar settings I, I'm pretty sure he's London born yeah so he is, yeah familiar you know familiar settings and things like that can can really help a player can mm-hmm. and being somewhere for a whole season knowing this is where you're going to be for the year you know if he has a good season I imagine his contract will be coming towards the end with Stoke can look to get a permanent move and sometimes that can be a spark someone needs.
3: He speaks highly of Gary Rowett. I'm just looking at the London News Online story um, where he speaks well of working with Gary Rowett in the past, and I wonder whether, just like George Savile, perhaps Harry. I mean, players players are human beings, aren't they? They want to be around people and places that are familiar and where you feel wanted and cared about. and And if you don't feel that, whether that's in Middlesbrough, Spore or Stoke City, you know, you're not going to be at your best, are you?
4: No, I I, I think that there is a relationship with certain players and certain clubs and certain managers and certain clubs. And I think it's obviously good that route's attracting different, different players. And, and that sometimes has led to us signing clearly Kifton Bell and, and now yeah. Benekafobi and, and Evans who Evans is probably the one that I'm still not sure about, but there we go. Um, I just, I just think that the problem for, for me is we're still not, I, I, I get this idea that it's not Rowitz's side was sort of thrown last season. I think with this transfer window, touching back to what we said on the previous show is that, you know, they've got to do more. Bit be- I still think free signings, although they're, they're good. I still think that there's more, there's more to be done. Um, I still think we're light a few Definitely. areas and, and hopefully Gary Rowitz contacts. And this isn't the, this isn't the rabbit out of the hat that, that Aaron was talking about. I know Savile is. And I know a phobia is to some some extent, but it's still not the it's still I know for the size of us it's really big and it's really great, but I still think there's there's business to be done. I mean, you know, and talk of talk think, of
3: Josh Josh Windus, Harry. Um well, I think, like five million pounds which seemed to put us out of the market. But then we a lot of this is smoke and mirrors. I don't think they'd tell us the full truth. This might come as a I shock to think, some listeners, you know.
4: I don't think Josh windas is wanted. I don't think sheffield Wednesday are in any fit state to turn around and and no. turn down money. I, I'm being totally honest. I know it can turn down 400k, but you know that it, it it seems to dawn on players. You listen to a other podcasts when mm. it's got ex pros on. When the when the preseason starts and you haven't got a club, you, that's when they start ringing their agent and sh- get me out of here. I don't want to here, I don't rate yeah. this manager. I yeah. don't rate what we're doing. I I, I want to leave. I want to do this. I want to do that. And you know we're 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 quietly doing business starting to do business and you know Gary Rowett's it's not going to get us relegated and and we're going to hopefully do business that puts us at the right end of the table. And our odds have been slashed into seven to one to get promoted this morning. You've,
3: you've changed Ari. What's what's become of you? You've changed. Well,
4: <laughs> I, I I can only slag off what I see in front of me. So I, I last season I, I wasn't happy with what I saw. I wasn't happy with the direction that we decided to go down. I knew it was wrong for us. I know I not I've watched us like us all, and I, I understand that people get bored with Harris four four two football. But I also understand that we don't have to play boring 4-4-2 four, 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 football, but the way that we play does the, to the den and the way that we play away from home can be two very different things.
3: And well, it has to be, doesn't it? I mean, yeah, it you, you, exactly. couldn't, you couldn't play that defensive style regularly at the den in front of a crowd.
4: But, because but the idea was it clearly was clearly to do that. And Ryan Woods and sort of slow, sort of muddling, sort of pudding base in midfield that doesn't really have anything <laughs> really exciting in it we're very bland like a scottish restaurant and and it's not it's not <laughs> great and sort of savils are like i don't know we've added some vegetables or or, or maybe a bit, of chili. Little bit of nice
3: little lively yeah, lively, yeah, yeah. lively, little, little, lively.
0: Bit spice. little
4: bit of spice and it, it's, it's nice and i can see i can see the idea of that you know
3: Let's talk about some spice because there's an intriguing story um, on the on the London news, and I don't know if it's it's very carefully worded actually. Millboss has said that Manchester City striker Liam Delap will be in big loan demand, and then the story goes on. That he has not dismissed a link to young Manchester City's uh, De, Liam Delap. Well, that, I mean, you could phrase that. I might not dismiss a link to Lionel Messi or Cristiano Ronaldo. Because I don't mean to say it's a realistic prospect, but um, I mean, what do we think? I mean, would that would that be a rabbit out of the hat? Someone of, of, of um, Manchester City caliber, Liam Delap, for example.
4: Go on, Sorry, Harry. I was just about to say that. I I, I feel, I feel the uh, it's not a dead parrot for it ceases to be, <laughs> <laughs> or some words to that effect. That's how I feel about that. It, it it's great going for these. These, um, these prospects, yeah, but, yeah, but yeah. if they don't work out, you look very much like the clown in the room. You're thinking um, of
3: the ghost of Troy Parrot. I mean- I am um,
4: thinking of the ghost mm-hmm. of the perched parrot. Yes. I mean,
3: um, Ryan, I mean, he's, he's you know, he's, he's obviously he's, he's an Ipswich player, and I believe he's it I don't know where he is now, I've lost track of him. It was just remarkable well for a player that once commanded such attention. Um, I mean, don't know anything about liam delap so i can't can't comment on i don't know if you've seen anything of him would it be a prospect if if that came to pass for us one
1: yeah he look he look he does look really really good um to be fair for for man city's academy he like you know it is one of those with power and it is you know it's always a gamble going for a youngster who's yeah. not not played you know it's it's just it's one of those things you you have to gamble sometimes and sometimes it's just adding someone for squad depth and someone who you know you hope might come through and prove to be to be a wonder star and, and you get a good season out of them but with Parrot, obviously came in and got those injuries and just completely killed off any momentum that he had coming into this season I think you look at the lap he's got something like 40 goals in in 35 games this year in the in the youth leagues, and obviously that is youth football and it's not Premier League or not championship or, or men's football. And, you know, sometimes you take a gamble. I think where Millwall maybe went wrong last season was they kind of put all their eggs in one basket with Parrot. We pinned their
3: hopes on Parrot. Yeah, and, and, you yeah. know, then
1: then when he got injured, we were scrambling to get Zahor in later. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think now this approach of, you know, I, there will be every every club in the championship, I think if offered him would take him. Um, but. Sometimes it is just a matter of having a bit of icing on top of the cake in terms of, you know, we're going to get this kid on loan and if he sparks fire, then he'll be brilliant for us and could be a really key player. If not, then, you know, we rely on the players we've got, which which isn't necessarily the worst thing if we can bolster the squad otherwise. I definitely agree with Harry saying that we, we need a couple more still. I still think a, a creative, a, like a 10 or a creative midfielder okay. is needed. I know Savile's come in and will bolster that. I think... Josh just I think would be a really good signing, um, not for any sort of n- anywhere near the price that that Wednesday are looking for. Yeah. But like again, like Harry said, they're they're not in a position where they can demand that money. I think they've got a. We maybe we can, you know, tell them it was five million, and really we've only paid them one point <laughs> two, and then they can go to a court arbitration if we use their own tactics against them, where we just tell them a certain amount of money is a certain amount of money, and there's no need to check it because they should just believe what we say. But um, you know, I. Th- I think there's there's work to be done still, but it's it's positive signs for the first of July. Not quite a
3: statement of intent, Harry, for you, but it's certainly a good a good splash so far. I don't know if I'm mixing my metaphors there, listeners, but um we're we're so kind of on the right road. You are you on the get the railway train?
4: Well, I, I'm now fully in the railway in camp, um rather than the railway out one. Um yep. it's not done. Maybe. I don't like going back to players that we've had before all the time, mm. but I do find myself sitting here thinking in this market when it does seem very stagnant. Now I don't know if this is because people are at the Euros. It seems like it is literally a load of players who are free agents that are not moving, and I think clubs are not spending their money because they're waiting to see what they can get on the cheap and 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 pay wages and so on, and not pay big transfer fees. I also think the loan market's going to be used a lot more this season than what it has been previously, just because of the way our COVID hit pockets. And I think clubs are terrified about a possible fourth wave in them sort of September, October, Yeah. Um, which I think, you know, any sane club would be, and any business really would be.
3: And so should yeah. we all, I think, yeah, fo- I away suppose. from football. We don't. Yeah. Uh, a, um,
4: so thing, I think it? maybe, maybe um, sort of, Careful caution may come into it a little bit, but yeah. you know, I, I'd assume that uh, Mr, Mr. Thompson's on his way out, so I suppose that's another whatever. We'll be
3: joining Tanny Cliff and Willow at uh, at
4: Pond, well, that's probably, a mid that's a, that's a League One midfield free. If only they set their manager and give Neil Harris the job, then, <laughs> yeah. then we'll be halfway there to so, a yeah, promotion, <laughs> wouldn't they? Portsmouth, it's not bad having a feeder team in the lower leagues, is it? Oh, well, well, no, we, got- we should just to, do you remember on Champ Oh, probably Nick doesn't know what I'm talking about, but. Brian definitely will, and some listeners would remember on Football Manager we used to be able to do Ad Affiliate Club. Uh, right. You just you just send all your young. Was crap that not St
3: Johnston, Harry? I've been Scotland? Well, that's it. We, we just sent Hayden Muller up to St well, Johnston. No, that's
4: that's our, that's our European base. You know how they, how they, how they the Scotland glittering. want to be in the EU, so that's going to be our sort of shit assery way of getting into <laughs> Europe. Is when Scotland get independence, we'll um, we'll just use that as the European base camp.
3: Join james brown who's um stayed there he went there and stayed there unlike danny mcnamara who came back um hayden will and went to st johnston um john daddy got- we we don't know what's going to become a john daddy um we hope he's on the uh on the on the way out um, mm. i'm sure he's a lovely bloke. A- I, I, I sometimes Sorry, no i just sometimes feel a bit kind of um this is football you talk about um human beings as cartoon characters don't you but John yeah. Daddy never never performed so, and his number's been taken now for Bennick. So it does seem a bit um, like John Daddy's on on route for uh, somewhere else. Who knows where? Um, gentlemen, I just want to close us out with two two remaining things that caught my eye. One is an addition to our coaching staff. We've got another Paul Robinson. How many Paul Robinsons have we had?
1: We'll <laughs> this one was a Birmingham version. anymore.
3: I mean, I, I thought we were like the Ramones, where everyone was like pretending to be Paul Robbins, <laughs> everyone like the same name, made out they were brothers. Um, apparently, he's 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 taken over the position of um, well, the same position that that uh, Sean Williams was occupying last season as as, as in coaching. Um, so welcome to. Another Paul Robinson, not not the Paul Robinson, Harry, but another Paul Robinson.
1: Well, you know who we'll have lined up as soon as a goalkeeping coach spot comes available. Paul Robinson, <laughs> I reckon it will be Paul Robinson. <laughs> well, it has. To, well, you know, Millwall um, like to be
4: thrifty, and remember back in the day when uh, Theo was on that uh, that sort of documentary where he's trying to flog the um the the food on a Tuesday night off to the staff.
3: Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, that's basically what they do, but with the kit. So they, ain't they made the players the pay
3: for their toast at the uh, at the Cowmont Road. Kitchen didn't
4: <laughs> anyway. moving on from Theo. Um, yeah, we could have another. We could we could do another Theo because we have Theo Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> we have all these, all the Robinsons. We've had all, all, the, Robinsons. all the
3: Robinson band.
4: Yeah, just um, um, the other thing I'm thinking is we also might need some form of right hand side winger would be quite nice as well. Not Scalak though, but lo- like just another right winger.
1: Yeah, um, I wonder if he'll put a bit more faith in Bury this season to possibly uh, to, to fill okay. that role. He didn't really use them too much last year. I, I it's always an interesting one of pre-seasons always where you get maybe a bit more of a glimpse of the young players who could potentially do it. And, you know, and that's where everyone starts speculating of, oh, this is the year they'll break through and this, they'll be really good. And, and, you know, all the pictures and, and pre-season friendlies, you see these performances and go, oh, this is the year Ryan Leonard actually plays just as a false nine and gets 40 goals for us. You know, we did it, <laughs> we did it against End in a warm-up game. He's going to get 50. <laughs> well, yeah. You know, we'll put- my social brother. media goes
4: mad yeah my
1: first my first indicator has been that one of the i think one of the first days back they had a uh, isaac alofay front and center him on the pictures and you immediately start going oh hello he's with the lads is he is he going to play is he going to be is he going to be the great faith i'm putting I a mean, lot of
3: faith in
4: isaac i mean <laughs> i think i think logically that the, the midfield the center of midfield i, I was I, we've got a wealth of riches there i really don't know where yeah. what what we're going to play and where and whom and at what time because realistically my my three are probably completely different than your three i mean my three would be kifton bell mitchell and and savile and that that seems unfair on uh, on ryan leonard
3: leonard you yeah know, you know but yeah. i
4: i'd i'd almost you know if we're playing a, if we're playing a five at the back I, i'd play and leonard. george
3: evans i mean yeah, yeah know, i know done. i know opinion is mixed on george evans ryan but I thought we did okay in the midfield role less so in defense he looked very shaky there but um as harry says and we've got we've got quite quite a midfield there really in terms of choice
1: yeah it's definitely depth i mean it's just it's just depth of similar players i think was the the problem that we started to mount you know with and that's why i'm I'm not too i'm not too fussed with the sean williams moving on you know i still would have liked to have a bit more of a send-off it's nice that he's going to be back for the Mm. carabao cup but you know, we do have a lot of players there, a lot of versatile, with no one really occupying one position. And and yeah, hopefully it will someone you know makes that shirt their own. With the old cliche, you imagine Billy Mitchell will very much want to do that. Yeah, Sable, yeah. you know, if he's coming in as a kind of a marquee signing, you feel like he is going to occupy that. And then, like you say, yeah, you've got three other options in Kieft and Beld, um, Evans and, and Leonard, and Leonard. Who, who all really should be or will want to be starters. So you know, it's always good. To to have that depth and and like there's just a couple other spots around where we we maybe have slightly less depth that you should still be looking at
4: definitely need a 10 I think you're right with the 10 also um I, I like how we've gone the whole way through the podcast without announcing that we signed the Arsenal youngster Daniel
3: um, ballard that was what yeah it was the third of uh, of, uh three
4: signings <laughs> so so we were we moan about no signings and then we nearly go for a whole pod without mentioning the third one but um i don't know well, i mean there's,
3: there's I, I don't know enough about him i know mean, all i've read is what's online about daniel Ballard. i don't know if you know him ryan or, or if you've seen anything of him harry but 25 appearances on loan with blackpool and he's yeah. an arsenal prospect but he does seem like um you know um a, a player for the future as the cliche has it i think
4: um, he played for northern ireland as well I think. northern he
3: irish has, player yeah. yeah yeah that's right he's
4: made a couple of appearances i've seen him in that side, I didn't really take much notice of him. I don't know if that's a good thing as a defender. If you don't really notice you, you must be doing your job. But, um, yeah, I, th- I think he was signed as probably another one as cover. And, um, yeah, it's, it's it's weird, isn't it? There some, this this sort of transition is a very slow build, which seems to be sort of accelerated by COVID in a weird way. I feel that I know how we said this last season. I've seen this a couple of times now, but... I really don't fear this division in any way, shape or form. I'm sitting there and, you know, Sheffield United seem to be in some form of disarray. I can't see them doing what they did before. Well, Derby
3: are in all Derby sorts yeah, of Derby
4: and yeah. uh, just, you know, a carnage. And you sit there and this, this is the time, if not the time, if this is not the time to have a good go at it, when is the time? You know, what are we in the division for? I know people say that we should be just happy to, or some people say we should just be happy to be in the, you know, the second and third and that's where we've always been, so we should always be, be it, sort of saying you're from Yorkshire and you like meat and two veg, and, and that's what you look for. But <laughs> I'd like a bit of excitement, you know. The Mad Cat Run is what we live for, and imagine us being back and having a great season. And you know, it, it just seems like slowly but surely, three signings have changed the, can change the mood and
3: certainly and change the, the mood online.
4: I mean, I, I think the place yeah.
3: is a buzz at the moment, and that's that's great to see, Ryan. I mean, it's it's been a long time since the den has been alight with excitement and i think that this is a really if not the end of the of of the um squad building then it's certainly a big big statement of of some form of intent in my opinion so well done to mill fc for what they've done so far um best of luck to daniel ballard and george savon and benny kofobi um and I think I think we're on, on, on the way. One thing I do want to mention, boys, before we go, and I'm going to recommend to Mike H, uh, Mike Hayden, who's not very well at the moment, him and his wife, don't look at the new training kit, Mike. It's going to make you feel 10 times worse than whatever you're feeling at the moment, mate, because it is quite leery. I don't know if you've seen it, chaps. And I don't know who designs this stuff. Uh, it looks like someone's dropped um, a load of spaghetti on the floor and said, oh, that looks great. We're going to make a shirt design out of
1: it. I don't know. I don't think it's as bad as people make it. You out. like it? At the end of the day, it's just <laughs> a training kit.
4: Ryan likes it. How old is Ryan, though? That's the question. Ryan's it's, listening hip to hip hop.
3: He's listening to hip hop and, you know, all that kind of stuff, Harry. Is it
4: still made by Macron? Macron.
1: Yeah, yeah I think God. it's our last year on the deal with Macron, which hopefully we're, we're close to, to nudging them out the door slowly. So, but, um, so hmm.
4: Macron Macron provides um, my Saturday League team shirts, and um, it took them... I think they can only do a certain amount of shirts per time. So obviously over COVID, they shut down completely. So we've been, for some of our squad players, we've been waiting sort of six to eight weeks past. So We're now going for pre-seasons with shirts that were ordered at Christmas. You know, they're <laughs> turning up now. <laughs> and it's like, oh, okay, cheers for that. So this is the uh, top quality. That That's probably who designs them. They've just got one guy that designs all Probably. The,
1: probably. All well, they did the have Macron problems kit. at the beginning of last season. They've- if I remember rightly, or the season before with um getting the shirts out on time. So let's hope they've learned their lesson. But um I just want to say on the on the Daniel Ballard sign, I think I think he will be I think well maybe not really good, but I, I think it's a really good signing for Millwall. Um I think it helps having a a young player who played in League One, especially as a defender who's played in League One. Yeah. And you know, physicality-wise, maybe the championship is slightly less physical and robust, should we say, than League One. So that's a good kind of primer for him and I think a lot of the good championship loans recently from from Premier League sides have been centre-backs I think it's a good kind of progression for them it's easier it's maybe easier to defender to to kind of work your way up the level than it is a striker I think a striker it's almost like you have it or you don't but with defenders it's you get accustomed maybe to certain levels you look at you know Gay who's on loan at Swansea or or Ben White was on loan at Newport and then Leeds and then now in the England squad and Tamori who went to Derby, then is now at AC Milan. I think there's a history, recent history at least, of championship centre backs or centre backs going alone to championship sides and and really progressing. So let's hope he slots in nicely and let's hope our our next two kits that get released suit him <laughs> well and and nice and vibrant for the younger generation i think i I
3: might i might get one and hang with the kids ryan i think that's what we
1: need what what what's the
4: rumor regarding the kit will it be will it be blue with white to match the training kit or will it be will it be uh will it be husky chocolate red again i'm not i'm not Uh, not i haven't seen
3: anything about the the new seasons kit at all um with someone there's a great um, quote online for a club where the support go on and on and on about not wearing um, replica shirts. We seem to be obsessed with a new kit and when it comes out and what it's going to look like. Well, it's, so. it's
4: all, I think it's more for the fact that we we don't want to wear replica kit, but if we do well, people like we have a... The Millwall, the Millwall shop should take note of this business plan, right? The, at the start of the season, you only really sell kids' kits, right? Not many people buy a replica shirt. They then put a sow on at christmas they do and then but that's before they know whether you're in any kind of cup final any playoff (laughs) any sort of day where sort of the people that only come one game a season you know the people that the strings that uh,
3: they're they're the glory hunters
4: yeah yeah who will buy a shirt because that's that type of fan you know they, they then take and pay half the money they could have paid so um this is beyond you please do not have a sale of the home shirt of um at christmas you know it's not it's not please make
3: them nice looking that's my yes that's all we are
4: and also don't let the uh mill wall the mill wall, come off the front or the husky the eye off the husky peel off after. (laughs) come off in the
3: wash (laughs) yeah
4: this it's
1: not great is it but um also i'm still looking forward to um to our european signings that that (laughs) have been rival i mean I, i don't know if anyone knows but um from Northern the,
3: Ireland. Daniel Ballard's from Northern well, Ireland. Well, I'm just, a, I,
1: hope hopefully the um the you know the recruitment team have been keeping their ears to the ground. I think there's this this hot Argentinian player who's uh, right. just gone out of contract. So hopefully they're sniffing around him. I know Harry was looking for a replacement on the right wing, but I think he was at Barcelona until until two days ago. His, his contract's just gone. So a, a Lionel a Lionel Messi who is currently a free agent <laughs> could be. Uh, I, I've heard. He,
4: I've heard he's put. Yeah, me and, going for a, yeah, a minute there. And, <laughs> he's got a come and get me plea. Come and yeah, get me.
1: Plea. Get me. He, um, <laughs> he's a big. He's a big fan of hot chocolate. Apparently, yeah, to, the Husky yeah, tonight. So hopefully <laughs> yeah. we can get some sponsorship. Maybe we could get the uh, Wayne Rooney style. I mean, how much money does Husky have? Can they afford one hundred and fifty million? <laughs> Well,
4: they kind of fooled McLaren's rear wing and to run one <laughs> Indy car in uh, in America. at uh, the five hundred they were but they're t- they're the only red car. it's so easy to spot. um and uh, they've got a Swedish driver, Marcus Ericsson, who used to drive in Formula One as well. so they um, they, yeah. They're not oh, hard up. Let's put it this way: I don't know what I mean. I still can't work out what the fuck they're doing with us. But there we go. There we perhaps go. If, I mean,
3: perhaps if Lionel Messi is listening, I'm sure he is, and you know, tuned into acton Millwall, out there in Barcelona. Get in touch. We can put you onto Husky. We can make it happen.
4: Making it slightly more realistic. I mean, surely, <laughs> surely the Hungarian, anyone from the Hungarian squad that's actually still playing in Hungary, or someone, you know, all these mm. kind of nations are, are, are surely a lot more gettable than. Know, I do wonder whether from, we've
3: been looking at the Euros and, and and taking. No, I mean you'd hope we are. We don't know I mean,
4: much. I mean, there's a Finnish there's a Finnish centre back that I watched. Basically, throw himself for everything, and um, I think he's like 28, and he he basically he's a semi professional football player that plays in Finland, and has done really. I thought Finland defended like you know like lions against most of the teams they come up against. I was sitting there going, "That's the kind of European signing I want us to take a punt on someone like that for like a hundred grand." You know what I mean? It's not really gonna break the bank. You can have mm. a go at him. He's twenty-eight, you lose absolutely nothing by by having guests on him. And it's literally got one of those. And but we always end up when we go into a, like when we go abroad, we end up with Bob Peters and Mayor Offer. And that Mayroffer, terrifies me. So. Jerry
3: Skalak, that's who we end up with, but there we are. I'd forgotten about the European signing story, Ryan, so Um, Now, we're going to keep an eye out on that one now. We'll see who we do finally get. Gentlemen, thank you very much for this impromptu edition. Um, Who knows what excitement lies ahead of us for European signings and, and other strikers and all sorts of things. But for now, it's been a big thank you to Ryan Loftus. Thank you, Ryan, for joining us.
1: Thank you very much, Nick.
3: And a big thank you to the man himself, Harry Warren. Thank you, Harry.
1: No problem, mate.
3: And thank you to you too, dear listeners, for listening. We'll be back near the start of the season, or unless there's any other earthquake-style freeway signings, we'll be back then. But till then, till August, bye for now.
5: Hello. Reporting from Scalax sickbed. I've been struck down with COVID-19 Delta variant, I believe, which has been pretty debilitating uh, for the last few days. Um, Starting to show signs of recovery and millwall have just given me a little bit of medicine over the last couple of days if i'm honest um some extremely promising signings um firstly the lad dan ballard from arsenal um a couple of mates are arsenal fans say that <clears throat> he's he's a promising prospect um blackpool fans have been raving about him um and he's he's exactly what we needed to strengthen at centre back so uh, you know that's that's excellent news. Um the George Savile having a medical, a player we know very, very well. Uh if he can find the form that he showed in his last spell before we sold him, you know, for eight million pounds, um, I think we'll be extremely pleased. And he, you know, I know Harry always says this, but we've never replaced Savile. We we did a bit with Malumbi. Um so if he can provide that link between the midfield and the attacking phases um, that's really gonna help us next season, um, helping him with goals and assists. So um and it's a great bit of business as well. I'm unsure on how much we're spending on him, um, but I would say that it's gonna be nowhere near eight million. Um so not bad business at all. Um a pho- phob Um at first I was a little bit little bit disappointed with that signing, um, just of the fact that. Not really scored a goal for a few years to be honest. Not found a home. Bit of a journeyman striker. Still only twenty-eight. Um but then I thought to myself, actually now with Savile coming in, um, he probably will get that better service. And also I think Mill's a place sometimes where players who want to um rejuvenate their career and I think the phobe certainly needs that. He could do it here at Millwall uh, on loan for the season. So, you know, that could turn out to be a good signing. Um, and um, yeah, so all in all, not bad business at all from from the Lions. Um, we'll see if anyone leaves. Um, perhaps we could see Thompson move out now. Uh, I'm not sure if that would be the plan. Another central player, uh, Varson still sucking up Berylsen's child's inheritance um and grandchildren's inheritance uh, perhaps it's time for him to get shipped out if anyone will ever take him but um yeah certainly put me up a bit so uh, you know that's given me confidence more confidence for this season now anyway come on you lines Ra-
2: random mum from the school run firstly can we confirm you are a random mother
0: yes
2: can we confirm we are currently on the school run yes You've been chosen because we feel you accurately represent the fan base of all females in South London in football. Would you agree with this statement? If you say so. If I say so. Right, so question number one. Millwall's done some good transfer business. We've just signed a centre defender um, from Arsenal on loan. Um, Did well last season at Blackpool. What's your view representing the mums? Yeah, it's all good. Care to elaborate a bit more? I mean, they need football players, so they've got to have someone, haven't they? Yep. Um, secondly, Benic Afobe, he's um, rejoined from Stoke on loan. Um, you know, he was on loan at Millwall before. He's been around a bit, played on the gay route before. Was you happy to see Benic back at the den? As long as he plays better than last time. He's not really played well for a little while, was he? No.
5: Yeah.
2: Can we confirm you are actually a Millwall fan?
5: No. Oh,
2: right, Okay. Okay, we'll swiftly move on. Joel Savile, George Savile, George Saville, fourth fourth time at the den now. On loan from Middlesbrough after signing for Middlesbrough for eight million pounds. It's good business, don't you think? Well it is good business, but you know, if they've signed him four times, he needs to be a lot better than the first, second and third. Yeah, that goes without Sam, really. And what what is your message to Millwall fans from the mums of the playground? Maybe if there's any single ones to get in touch? <laughs> any single ones? Yeah, okay. We could do with some wags in the playground. It's all good. Yeah, indeed. Say, Arriva you, Millwall. Bye. Thank you for listening to Apple Millwall. If you enjoyed the show, please go over to the Apple podcast and leave us a cheap little review. River Till next time. Who do you want to watch?
0: <laughs> Selling a little or a lot?